Hey guys, this is Matt. I just want to give you a quick note. I'm sorry that I'm recording this on my iPhone and uploading it because uh, we're out playing shows right now. We're playing in Orange County tonight, and I got a red-eye flight home, so thus the iPhone recording. Uh, I just had an announcement that I wanted to share. This is kind of a big deal. There's a festival called Audio Feed, and it's the 4th of July weekend, and at this Audio Feed festival, it, it happens in Illinois, where Cornerstone Festival used to be, and this year at Audio Feed, there's officially a Bad Christian Day. That's right, Bad Christian Day at Audio Feed Festival. What that means is Emory's going to be playing that day with Devin. And then also, Matt and Toby are going to be playing an acoustic show, special with a totally different set list, and Devin's going to join us for that too. And then also, old Joey's going to be there too, and we will be recording the Bad Christian Podcast live. So you can figure out the information on that, we'll tell you more about it, but right now you can just go to Bad Christian Day. Dot com and you can find the details there and get your tickets in advance and all that stuff. So, all right, I'm gonna get to my show. So you guys soon. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Today's show is sponsored by Prosper. Tired of getting stuck with high interest rate credit cards? Go to Prosper.com to get the cash you need at a low interest rate for up to thirty-five thousand dollars in your account in as few as five days. Go to Prosper.com slash bad Christian. That's Prosper.com slash bad Christian. You are now entering the Bad Christian Podcast. Oh, Matt, are you down today? Yeah, ro- do the daggum beatbox and I'll tell you why. Hey, well, real quick, before we get started, this is for our listeners and for, for Matt. You don't ever f- talk to me that way. <laughs> Three, two, one. Oh, 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 Hit it. Oh, oh. Don't talk to about It's the big Christian podcast. Don't talk to Toby that way. I am the king. His name Matt is, is T-Rail, and he's running it's the stupid. show, so Bad he's going to do the damn news right now. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt is yes. stupid. <laughs> he is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you are losers. <laughs> <laughs> we win. Well, I feel a little bit better now. So here's why. Yep. Is if if you're on a diet like I'm on, I mean, I only have a certain amount of things that can give me pleasure in, in, in my diet. And now Lord knows where your, your old lady ain't one of those things. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm limited. No. So the uh, one the main thing that gives me pleasure is I look forward to it. I don't drink alcohol sitting at home. As I get up and I make a good cup of coffee, and I make really oh, good yeah. coffee typically. I'm oh, into yeah. it. And I got up this morning, and made a cup of coffee, and it, it was terrible. So oh, I've been no. running my whole day on the very first thing, which was a, a really terrible cup of coffee. Why was it I so bad? I don't know. I just made it real weak, and it was watery, and then it just wasn't good. Worst. It just it, and it, yeah. I felt stupid the whole time. I was just down about it, and so then yeah. I got went and took Georgia to her school. She goes to and said, "I'll get. I'll. I know the remedy for this, and that's how much I love McDonald's coffee. I oh, love yeah. it. I think it's <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. So picked up McDonald's coffee right before I got to Georgia school. Went in, took her back, and when I got back. In the car, my MFSOBGDPOS dog knocked it over and, and spilled it oh, trying to drink gosh. my coffee. Golly. So, you didn't turn around and go get a refill? No, because I was Reggie late down? to start this podcast. I came straight, drove here as fast as I could and <laughs> got on the air. So, no, that's why I'm in a bad mood to start the day. Did you put the dog down? You're gonna have to. I would I've been love begging to. him to for a long time. I mean, I will. I mean, I would be totally fine. I'm ready for. I mean, he's he's had a, a nice long life in dog years, and now he's just an asshole old man that should die. Yeah, he shouldn't dog live. I've, I've said that. Can since he go the to the dog nursing home him. and get dementia already? I don't yeah. even know. You pray that your dog gets Alzheimer's, mm. right? Dog Alzheimer's for <laughs> sure. Absolutely. I uh, wish he had no idea who I was, and I wouldn't feel bad if I put him out to the curb. I <laughs> <laughs> didn't know who you were. Right. <laughs> Hey, on a side note, so we've been really obviously into coffee too because I haven't been drinking and I look forward to that first cup. Well, Jess has uh, these coffee beans and then I guess she gr- ground them, grinded them in, uh, I think our, our blend, our, uh, what is that called? Our blender, but it's a certain kind of bullet blender. And uh, so it really was fine grounds, but I didn't realize mm-hmm. that. And I, was, I thought it was just like her coffee and she didn't want me to drink it. And I was like, oh, whatever. I'm going to drink her coffee. So I made this big old giant cup of coffee and uh, I was walked outside and I was like, uh, I, I don't know. Why, I don't know why you didn't won't let me use your coffee. Cause guess what? I am. And I was being real jerky. And then I took several swallows and then, you know how, like when you have unbelievable, like thick something in your mouth and yeah. you had to like rub the back of your teeth with your tongue. And like my coffee was like the consistency of like 
some kind of grainy milk. It was unbelievable. <laughs> well, it was so, because uh, you ground it too laughing. fine, and the reason right. must, must be well. First of all, you get over <laughs> extraction. I believe yeah. is because you get too, uh, you know, too much surface area, so it makes right. it stronger than you'd want it to be. And secondly, she's probably grinding for an AeroPress. That is exactly right, Matt. She mm-hmm. did it for her AeroPress, and I use a French press. That's right. And so it did not work out well for me. But just to spite her, I drank the entire thing and never mentioned <laughs> it. So if she doesn't listen to this, she won't know. But I was like, I don't care. I was like, oh, I love this. It worked fine. No, Not even a big deal, but I was literally the whole time having to like go, because it was like I'm drinking coffee grounds. <laughs> That's funny. It really sorry. is, Joey. I'm sorry to hear that. Joey, you are doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing okay, man. I'm doing okay. A lot of stuff going on you're well aware of that I can't talk about on the podcast, but I'm doing <laughs> I fine. I thought we were about transparency. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Why, what are you hiding from our listeners, you son of a bitch? <laughs> wow. What are you hiding? I'm, I'm Why you got to go off on my mom? I'm, I'm for the truth. I'm Why do you got to go off on my mom, man? Barbara and Virgil. <laughs> They're in love just like the first day. Yeah, they are. They are. Uh, I I did want to share something because I I thought it was a pivotal yeah. time. All right, so I want to say it was the same day that we talked to. Um, well, one of our interviews that we haven't. Well, I know Matt doesn't like me. To I do don't that. care. We, okay. Well, <laughs> just keep talking Matt. and quit talking about what you're talking about. Uh, so we were no basically, disclaimer. Just get to it. We we're basically well. I am getting to it. We we're basically talking to a guy, um, you know, in one of our interviews, and I was just like, "Gosh, this is someone that I can really get a lot out of, hang out with more, talking to more." And then it, it had been kind of a bad day with uh, some church stuff and just you know things that we talk about on the podcast that we're frustrated about and everything. And Priscilla and I were laying in bed, and she's going through a really hard time just being very, very, very sickened about christianity like she, she <laughs> i mean it's it's bad for priscilla that's it's just is like that first world problem <laughs> she, my wife has is the worst case i mean it's been going around but she just has the worst case of christianity sickness it oh, is oh bad God. in the northwest i don't she know if it's hardly get out of south, bed so it it's, is, just, woo, it's just it's just night sweats it's yeah, like money, get it so i'm much gonna money. get the yeah the shot next year because golly. it's it's how people talk about uh homosexuality how Christians talk about the gift of singleness and just, you know, how churches, it's just, it's just crazy. We were laying there in bed and we were both just, I just unleashed on her and I told her what I'd been processing spiritually. And I said, we've talked about this a little bit before, but I I just want to go into it in depth. And so basically to make a long story short, I just told her about how I pretty much am questioning everything except for Jesus living inside of me and dying for me. But I said, I'm telling you, a huge part of that faith is the fact that there's other people that when I'm with them, I feel differently. Like there is something to the Holy Spirit showing right. me him through other people and through himself. So, and it even worried her to some degree. She's just like, I mean, are you just not wanting to admit like, is, is Christianity something that you're just so comfortable with and you would feel unsafe without it? And I really had to think about that. And I said, so I just paused and I thought about, it and I was just like, what, what if I just didn't believe? And I would say how I articulated it to you guys is that's the closest I've ever been in my whole life to be like, what would it be like if I just decided, you know what, this is none. I just don't think this is true. And then I, with all those thoughts in my head, I responded to her and I was like, no, that's not it. I believe I can't stop believing and I just can't shake it. But that, there was such a that was such a weird time in my mind because that was the closest I've ever come to being like what would a world what would my world be like with with no faith and so you know I know, I know a lot of people listen to that and be like oh Joe is so close to denying his faith and actually I think I am further away from it having actually processed that I just don't think I can stop believing but I'll tell you what if 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 Christianity isn't the biggest problem sometimes for Priscilla and I to really overcome. And I know all the answers to that. Well, the church is the problem. That's why Jesus needs us. That's what I told the people Sunday morning. I I told all the atheists that may have been there or unbelievers, hey, I'm sorry for how Christians are. By the way, I think that's really funny when you say that. I don't care. I don't care. The people at our church don't, might not believe in God. The people that don't believe in God are would not be I've talked to church. some of them before so you're wrong how uh, how many so for 8 years you've been a head just pastor just one how many 
No, there's there's definitely people I know, I can tell I can tell you right now people that come to church because their wife's a Christian and they are not a believer. They don't believe in God. So you're right; it's not a high percentage, but they they are amongst us. So anyway, uh, I would say now I feel your uh, life would be better without Christianity. Without Christianity, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I I actually believe that about myself. Like I think <laughs> uh, for sure, if I didn't have faith. If I didn't have a God uh, that I that I uh, submitted to, uh, sometimes I'm not even right. going to submit to God regularly. I don't, I'm not even that good of a Christian. I think my life would be better for sure, and I might even potentially be a better person in some ways. In some ways, because I, it would be about me. Why are you dying laughing? Because it, I mean, it's not. It wasn't like I don't know. Two weeks ago, where your whole platform is, if I wasn't a Christian, I'd be a serial killer. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, you spend as much time saying oh. if you weren't. In no, fact, no, no, Logan, no. Logan was telling yes. me this. Does Toby really believe if he wasn't a Christian, he doesn't, and he doesn't understand how non-Christians live good or moral lives? Because you did, a, you did spent twenty minutes ranting about it not two nope. weeks ago, and now you're saying, no, yeah, I would be a better person. <laughs> you're misconstruing my words. I clearly said hey, when I was I talking these? about. Yes, you can. Thank you. <laughs> I clearly said that because of my Christian construct and the way that I've lived my life for almost 40 years, there is no way that I would become a serial killer regardless. Like, I'm not going to go start cheating on Jess. If, if I stop believing in God tomorrow, because of my history with Christianity and morality and where it, that's, I would, I can't get away from that. Just like it doesn't matter when they legalize marijuana. I remember watching the videos as a kid. I'm always going to think there's something kind of bad about marijuana. Regardless of if I don't actually believe that today, I will always have but that But if construct. you stop believing in God, you and Joey's lives will improve. No, no, no. What I'm saying is I believe fully that it would be less stressful. We would be more about ourselves. Better for and, you. And my life would be more about pleasure for me. So that improvement, that's what I'm talking gotcha. about. I think the pleasure in my so life. So you'd be a more of a consumer. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm saying is, with that being said, I I feel like Joey, for some reason, I believe God is infusing into me that I cannot escape, that I need a savior and somebody to help me figure out these things because otherwise it would just be about my own pleasure and it would be about finding my own joy, whether that's in philanthropy or sex, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. That's why when we're talking to people like Godless, for instance, who I, I really do like, and I think he can be a little abrasive and even annoying sometimes with how bullheaded he comes across. He's losing it right now. All I have, all I have to say to him is, dude, I can't help it. Like I, I don't I don't know why you don't get to feel how I feel. And he'd be like, Well, it's just feelings. Well, I I, I mean, there have been times where I've been like, God, I feel so alone because I don't know what to believe. I don't know where to turn. And then I feel like his presence saying, Yeah, you're okay. But it's not like a flippant you're okay. It's like, holy shit, that was real. Like yeah. that was God for a split second saying, You're okay. I'm not going to give you this for the long run because for some reason you need to be in this stage of wandering around in the forest, but I just want to make sure you know I'm okay. I mean, you're okay. And it's like, poof, yeah. like a genie. Well, I, you long. know, Toby may live. I don't, I don't know if Toby would be better off or not without. I think the, some of what you guys are both speaking to is the vocational nature of your job makes you have to feel the pressure of these things. I don't actually think you'd be necessarily better off without believing in God, and I think Joey would, matter-of-factly, right. not be better off without believing in God. I think it's, he is, you know, has a, a, a profound amount of intertwinedness of everything. Like, I don't even know, I don't really know if Joey could possibly even do anything else for a career and find meaning in it, yet I think it's the very thing that causes him to be, that, that causes him some trouble. For, and it might sound like I'm talking bad about him in front of him. And yes, Joe, I'm talking to you right now. So you can speak on the matter. But I don't even know if you could do any other job and not find it meaningless and depressing. Like if you were, like when Toby and I were working on Toby's garage and hammering things and figuring stuff out or doing tech stuff or doing almost anything in the world, if it's not connected in some way to Christianity, you have no interest in it. And so I would be, I really feel like, Everything in your life has to be connected to Christianity, or I don't even know if you can handle it. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't. I don't totally disagree with you, but 
that's called a calling, brother. That right. Is called, that's what I'm no, saying. You say calling, no, I, and no, I, but I'm, I mean anything I'm being a little facetious. You attach to Christianity or calling. And, I'm being a little facetious, everything. and I know, and Toby's already jumped on my case for for this. But when it comes to mechanicals, it's, this is off the point. But the example that you used, I'm seriously standing over you guys, hovering, and so it's just like okay, right. I can either stand and hover, or I can sit down and, and be productive. Right, but, but I mean, I no, could I could make. A but list, what Matt's saying uh, is an ongoing list would you of be stuff. Ho- but why I, would you be hovering? Like you just don't even care. That's his you point. can't care about hammering and nails or construction or, or technical or you stuff. You guys aren't telling me what or to do. Or TV shows. Why would we? That, that's what I'm saying. Know. We wouldn't need to tell you what you do to do if you cared. I don't know. Like we That's don't tell saying. you what to do with your church job because you are fully invested. And you're going to know how to out. do that. You're right. going to figure it out. You yeah. didn't know how to do it. You figured it out. I don't know so, how to make a soundproof room. That's what I'm saying. I, I no, do. But nobody does, but they just are curious. But you're not you're curious about it like other we're saying. Some, we're that saying aren't faith you, related. You, Matt, all Matt's saying is that you're super interested, involved, love the aspect of what a pastor is. Yeah, is really and, if, and have it very ingrained from a very early age. I'm not even speaking negatively of you. I'm just saying everything of meaning in your life is tied to faith. Almost everything. I mean, I can't say 100% everything. You may be into, you know, NBA basketball exception. But what I'm saying is you largely tie everything. Everything you do is faith, you know, intertwined to a, to a more degree than, than most people. And so I would – that – it's worth pointing out, at least. But I think some of it is, you know, just the jobs you have and stuff like that. It can be really taxing on you guys mentally, from my point of view. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you. I feel like I'm extremely struggling right now with my job and what I do and the church system that we're in. I'm just going to be really honest, and so I'm not making this up. I'm not going to – I'm not just doing this to talk shit or anything, but – I am really struggling right now. Am I collecting a paycheck and I am not on board with a uh, church system as it is right now? And I'm not talking specifically about even the church I work with, but I feel like and I don't want to go too spiritual here, but because I can't escape God, I feel, I've said this a million times. I feel like I have one life and am I being a total sellout or pussy by not stepping out potentially in faith and trying to create an option for people like me. And that's where I'm really, really struggling right now and thinking I am a fake and that my, I'm not putting uh, my faith to the test uh, because right now where I'm at, it's really safe. We work at a great church that is awesome. I love the people. Everything about, uh, almost everything about it is really fun and good. And yet I, when you talk about calling or something, I don't know if it's necessarily a calling, but I feel like something in my brain is different and I'm not, I, and I'm suppressing that to a to a point, and mm-hmm. staying where I'm at. Like we're we're doing, we've been doing this bad Christian thing, and I I feel a little bit free. Like finally, I can be myself and talk about Christianity, but also make a dick or a fart joke. And it's not about the dick or the fart joke; it's about being real. And that's what I'm looking for. And and I see so many people that are like me, and there isn't another option. If you leave church right now, what are you going to do? Go to another church? I mean, there aren't any options. And I'm thinking. How can I step out and do that? How, I mean, literally, I'm a dad and a husband. Can I take a financial hit that could hurt my family? Or am I, am I literally being a dumbass and not trusting God? And I don't know how to reconcile those things. Am I being completely critical of a church while accepting a paycheck from it? In general, I mean, there are Christians across the world, wherever. I've worked at two churches now, and I am saying I think there needs to be some change, and part of me is really frustrated that one day I'll have to hold account of who I am and what I've done, and maybe I'm not the guy that's you know clothing the orphan or feeding the widow or doing things that might could change the world in the future. Like yeah. right now, I really have been questioning. We have all we we don't we don't have any options in this in the when you walk down the grocery aisle. There's that one billion cereals. And different kinds of things. And, and everybody's always coming up with something new and a new idea. But in church, it's Sunday morning, and this is how we do things. And it's the preacher, it's the band, it's the choir, whatever. For the most part, it's about the same thing, except for what ends up changing the dude in the pulpit and his style. Well, Toby, we have Godless on to uh, give you no, some Joey, advice. And Joey, some I'm not joking right now. I don't want to <laughs> go to a joke. I don't want to go to the joke. I'm being really serious, and I'm struggling with... 
and I'm just and I'm I'm bringing I'm putting this out here because I'm kind of challenging myself that I am questioning should I quit working at a church and step out and do something? If I do that, how do I afford that for my family? Would would uh, do do I raise support? Do if you were to do that, would you would you raise support? What does that look like? Is that even the right thing? Like for me, here's where I've been at for a little bit too. If like you know, starting something new, what does that look like? How do, do, should should like man? I know you're kind of against paid clergy or whatever, and I I'm see not the, against the, it. I just well, feel like it's worth pointing out the hypocrisy and difficulties and problems that may arise from it so that they can be observed and dealt with. I'm not necessarily against it. Okay. I don't totally know what that means, but what I'm saying, for instance, your mental state is a direct result of the fact that you are paid in the system that you're a believer in and have the conflict of paycheck, et cetera, versus what you really think ought to be done versus your value in the organization and capitalistic ways. That is a something to be recognized versus simply said, oh, but the Bible says it's okay. Okay, it's okay. I'm not saying it's not okay. I'm saying right. let's clearly face the issues that it brings so that we may deal with them. And nor well, do I have what, an, a perfect alternative or anything, or even well, here, an alternative. Here, right. Here's my point, too. Like, right now, maybe it's a thing where, uh, for example, if I were to, I don't even want to do this. I don't, I'm not saying this, but just hypothetically, uh, start a church or something right now, maybe it's just... Uh, I take some money just to right now, just to afford to do it, and then when I don't have to, I don't or whoever. And the thing here's what I hate about it, and this is where I totally agree with you. I don't even want to think about the money, but I cannot devote time to starting a new form of church without having some income, and I cannot devote enough time to doing that without the income. So I can start that in Uber, but then I'll be Ubering. 50 hours a week and then not spending well, any time but, on but the other thing. But couldn't the question arise, though, I mean, couldn't somebody just say, well, can't you just be a Christian, live a Christian life and Christian community oh, yeah. and not start anything or do you anything right. or formalize anything? Can't you well, just be a Christian in the world with other Christians? You're, Regardless uh, of what happens if you go or don't go on Sunday or have a letter of membership here or there, is can you not just be a Christian in the world? You don't have to start anything or self-validate by saying I'm actually this and not that. Well, okay, let Can't me preface you just this too with do what you feel I, like. What I wanted I that's probably what I'm going to do. So I don't my goal isn't to start another church and it to be different than other churches. Most like y'all y'all make fun of me. I believe ninety, ninety five percent of what churches do is good and the intentions are good. Some of the stuff that gets caught up and that's just every church in the world. But I'm going to do my own podcast. I'm going to potentially make movies. I'm going to potentially get into some forms of entertainment and doing YouTube channels and all this stuff. That is what I'm going to do and what I want to do. But my point is behind this is there isn't an option for anybody else. There is not an option where I can take my family and not do the Sunday thing or the normal church thing. Well, there isn't that. Why like, don't you just I, not when, when do you say, it then? Like, like okay. we, we, our friend Sean, that we I like it and he just I appreciate doesn't it. go on Sunday anymore. He just doesn't do no, it. He's still because a there's no other he option. Still hangs he wants out with to us. do he something. Still talks about stuff. He just he doesn't. wants to do something. He would love to take mm -hmm. his family somewhere and it means something and it be something. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, there isn't anything wrong with gathering together, no. singing songs, hearing the word. All those things I believe are a necessity for the Christian. And and half mm -hmm. the time I don't even enjoy going to that part or whatever. But I'm just saying that I, as a necessity for me and my family, I want my family to know what a church is like and yeah. to go there. I, what I'm saying is, right now where I'm at, I don't think there's any other options. Like if I wanted to take my family and go somewhere else, what, it's going to look exactly like where I go now. And there'll be a different pastor, and their music might be a little different. But you know what I'm talking about. No, I, I definitely I, know. And, what and, and so about. what I'm worried about is. If if it just goes and do if I do my own thing left up to my own devices, Jess and I'll just separate right. and just well, yeah, that's go that's the hard part though. That's what you really hones in on because the, I'm saying at what amount of formality is needed for you to check the box of oh, we go to a thing. Like, why can't you just get together with people sometimes and pray sometimes and sing sometimes and have a baptism in the fall? I don't know. I mean, you can do that without any sort of formality. It's possible. I agree, but you're I, just saying you won't that, do though. it. Yeah, I, no, I, I, nobody will. You yeah. won't. No, I, I, With, yeah, I mean, without right, some sort of a thinking about why. Yeah, you I wouldn't. agree. I agree. Without some sort of a formal approach, accountability. It's account. Or exactly. But I do resonate. I remember when Donald Miller came out and said, "I just I don't have anything to do with the church. I'm a Christian. 
I just thought that's kind of jerky. Like he's, he is part of the church. Blah, blah, blah. Now I totally understand what he's saying. He's just like, he's doing exactly what Matt is saying. I'm not saying that's, that's what I'm doing or you no, all No, no, no. I'm just, you're proposing a question. Yeah. So what you're describing is what, uh, Donald Miller is doing. So I just, I definitely, I see that. I mean, man, whatever happened to Capital C Church that, you know, you think about in, in Acts and they were being persecuted, they had to like hang out and stay together. And I mean, it was, it was almost like right. out of necessity. And I'm not saying that there, you know, like I said, there should be a time and place for the accountability that Toby's talking about. But yeah, I mean. I'm how, just saying like right now on my own street, I've tried to talk to a few people. We're not getting together and doing baptisms. <laughs> that, that, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> That's not getting ready to happen. I, I mean, the other day I just got new glasses and I'm super blind. So my glasses on the edges is so are so thick that sometimes I can't tell like clearly from a distance if you're looking at me or something. So I was walking in my front yard and I just was staring. I was like, wait, there's my neighbor. And, it, and then he just looked at me and finally he just started waving like, what is that weirdo staring at me for? But my, my point is... I think the human condition, you just won't do it. You'll end up hanging out with just your friends, and that's about it. And then I don't know if real growth or real challenge or new people mm-hmm. will enter your life because it'll just be easier not to. And then so, like, if, if I stopped going to church, I probably would hang out with you guys. Yep. That's about it. So there's and been I, things I need the your, extra. Yeah, yeah, I need somebody th- calling me to that, that. That you and I and Joey have all experienced in the context of church and Western Christianity and retreats and... Uh, church services and stuff like that 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 were um, and are amazing and impactful and wonderful yes. and 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 valuable uh, and I don't want to give those things up or the potential for those experiences and encounters with God. On the other hand, I can't take this shit no more. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think that might be exactly what I'm saying. Time, I don't know, I don't know I if I can take this take shit it. anymore. <laughs> and I I think there's a lot of people where I'm at. It's really strange. They certainly when when, there are a lot of people that feel exactly like me. Like this is what our Christianity is. Like and, and and here's what I'm saying: for those people, those specific people like me, where can I go? That's all I'm asking. I'm not saying in the church because it it shouldn't. Like like our church is fourteen thousand people. I am. It would be awful to close the doors in the name of, hey, we're going to do church differently. That'd be stupid. Well, Those brother, people are, lives are being changed. Don't make a joke. Do not make a I, joke I, right I'm now. Actually, I'm not joking with you. This is what no, Christ- I don't want you to make a joke right now. We're, having a, real conversation. we're having a conversation. This is what a Christian would say. Brother, I tell you what, if you find the perfect church, it's not going to be perfect anymore because you're going to be there. That's the you're mentality. Right. Every, like you're, see- you're being seen right now as a complainer that just wants to pick things apart, and you're not. Right. What's Why... Why would we think that every single personality is supposed to mold into what we all know as Sunday morning church? The large voice coming from people's faces into trying to talk to you guys in the headphones right now is, it's because you're at a mega church. You don't understand. First of all, you're ignoring all the other, you know, more mystical and other kinds of traditional churches and the Orthodox and the Anglican and all of those things, and also smaller non mega evangelical churches that's what a lot of people are trying to scream at their speakers right now to you guys yeah i I think the biggest thing is i am really mad at myself and feeling like i'm questioning my like my integrity and what it means for my kids as a father and a dad what am i telling about my kids if i feel something and it feels true and i'm pursuing that feeling and then i am not acting on it right now and i want to be wise and I want to be smart, but I really do want to go one day with my kids to church, and it and it's something that we're like on fire, and and it's real, and it's something that's like, man, this is this is that thing that we all hope for. And I know people are getting that from churches today. I know people yep. for a fact are getting it from our church. Yet, you know, two days ago on Sunday, uh, you know, I saw people. I know that they met. The Lord there maybe or had an emotional, spiritual experience and all this stuff. I get that. What I'm saying is where I'm at right now, am I just being kind of like a bitch and complaining (laughs) and being stupid and not doing anything about it? Yeah, probably. Who the hell am I to even say anything if I'm not like trusting the Lord and stepping out in faith to use Christianese? Like really? I, I mean like I'm really, most of this feeling is about me and like I don't know if it's the Holy Spirit convicting me or whatever like. Maybe I should be like, you know, Dave Bazan says, maybe the Holy Spirit's telling me to shut the hell up. Shut the fuck up is what he says. Mm-hmm. And I just, I mean, 
I just, I believe, like we were talking earlier, like I, part of me would love to get rid of this whole Jesus thing. There is a real part of me that goes, man, life sure would be easier. I'd, I'd focus on the things that, I, that actually do bring me pleasure, like my family, like uh, work and uh, some things, and then I'd get rid of that stuff that takes a lot of time and a lot of brain power to think about as much as I do. I can't because I believe it fully. Yeah. I know that Jesus is real, and I'm not going anywhere on that. I can't. I feel like I'm incapable of that because I see so much of what he has done in my life and what he can do in other people's and what he's done, all, all those cheesy Christian things. I, I hop right on board with that stuff. But where I am just struggling like crazy is, what in the hell am I doing? I mean, seriously. <laughs> this, like, it, it can't, this week, I mean, Toby wonders I, what he's doing for the... <laughs> 675th consecutive week. Because if Jesus is real and I only have one life to live. Great, another episode about talking about weight loss oh, and gosh. what in the world is Toby doing? <laughs> but but I, I want to be clear you what said. I'm saying here. Like I think there has to be more, and I want to be a part of that. And if, if it isn't happening now, then I want to be at the forefront of it. And somehow I got to make it, figure out a way to make enough money so that we can do that. Yeah, this you know what? This all boils down to a money funding no, problem. No, no, no. I, I want to. <laughs> not, I mean, my ultimate goal would, for sure, would be no money. Like, I think the Mormons do that. I don't think they do. Like, I don't think they have really paid clergy. I think some people do, but not. But the most part, like people take turns and do stuff. That is awesome. And Matt, your idea, I long for that. Like, it would be awesome no to have a an organic <laughs> church that operates in and of itself. Matt that ain't gonna happen. His, Matt washes his hands no of idea. ideas. That ain't gonna happen. There's not gonna be a church that just, oh man, we freely meet together. And maybe there will be. Maybe there is. I know that there are people, but you have to have some kind of organization. You have to have some kind of leadership in order to get stuff done. Just like, oh yeah, like our band. Our band would have never made it without you and me pushing some boundaries, saying some things, doing some things. I, that's really the truth. Like, that is the truth. You need some leadership. You need somebody to make some hard decisions and push through and do this. So all I'm saying is, how can we get there? It might not be me, but I'm asking the question, where, where, where do we do? And then also, I asked the question about, man, am I a, a real dude? Am I, am I being really stupid and well, shady reasonable and weird? Reasonable questions indeed, and we appreciate it. Well, I think it. one and thing that you're... One thing that you're doing right is you're not making fast decisions because that's stupid. So, no, he's just again. I mean, I'm questioning I'm, what in the hell is he doing for the 645th consecutive yeah, week? I guess you're right. I'm not making a fast decision. <laughs> I've, I have felt this way since about 14 years old, and I'm going to be 40 next month. So imagine taking another, you know, 20, 30 yeah, years. I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> 20, 20 years from now, I am out. Yeah, but Toby, you change your mind every couple of weeks when it comes not to what, whether or not you can handle it. Yes, you do. Not on this. Yes, you, I, I, no. I do life with you, my brother. <laughs> the real question is. Will I step out and go if there's no money? No. And so that's a, that's about Toby, and that's what I'm saying. And maybe that's an all right an all right decision. Maybe that's a fair, good decision, a wise decision to take care of your family. I'm in a job right now where I work at a church, and part of me there is a a growing part of me that says, "Hey, you're supposed to do something else." And then there's a part of me that goes, "No, you're going to do a kick-ass job here. This is your job, and this is what how you provide for your family. You have three kids, you have a wife, you have the uh, we just traded in. I uh, just got rid of my old beater van. We got my wife a new car, used, but it is new to us. And I'm like, shit. Am I just being a emotional little baby? Like yeah. maybe that's you're right. Maybe part of that is I'm just being an emotional baby. I can't tell you how good my job is. It is a great job, a great job. I love the people I work with. I love the people at the church. All mm -hmm. those things. But what in the hell is this fire that is in me? That's like uh, it's not right. And I can't shake that shit. I want to. It would be great. It would be great to shake it. But there is something about the way church is happening now. It's not enough. It's just not enough. I can't get there. I can't get that high or that feeling or whatever it is. And the reason why I think is maybe I'm not supposed to, but I'm just scared. And that's the truth. I'm just a scared little bitch that, <laughs> that can't even, that, that might talk big and doesn't do anything about it. Because I'm scared that man, I wouldn't be able to provide for my family or something. And that's the truth. That's scared the truth. or scared, or is there some wisdom? I mean, twenty twenty three year old Toby would be like, "I'm out of here." If you maybe guys, that, that guy would have been middle awesome. finger in the. <laughs> but I'm saying, when you say that, is the wisdom based on money or faith? Yeah, 
No, I mean that it's a conversation. Well, you know, again, people that don't draw their salary from their house of faith right. don't have that dilemma. Anyway, we had to go to break. Time is up. I appreciate it. Shit. You can, you, I, I am mean, depressed. I know we finally once got to the topic of church and how it should be, and Toby not sure and sure what he's supposed to do. And this is the one time we got to it. But yeah, sorry to cut that short. But maybe it'll happen again in a few more years. We'll get back to this topic. Anyway, Toby, we'll be right Toby back. Toby Morrell, find your answer. Go fund me. <laughs> <laughs> if you could go to that website. Okay, so prosper.com. Uh, you guys you guys know about this. We've been talking about it for a little while. The point of prosper.com is that really today in this economy and what we're going through now, cash is king. Okay. So you can be you know struggling with cash flow and there's not you don't have a lot of options you can get stuck and especially when you have stuff like high interest rates on credit cards and stuff like that you have this a really good option here and that's prosper.com it's an online marketplace that connects people who need money to those who want to invest in you so they say it's like uber or airbnb for borrowing money so you can use it to borrow up to thirty five thousand dollars in as few as five days and i would suggest that I mean, I'll be honest, there's things you should not borrow money for to spend it on, but there are things that it is wise. Perhaps improving your house uh, would be a good one there, depending on your plans. At least paying off debt at a higher interest rate is always a no-brainer. If you can get money, you have a, let's say you have a really high interest rate on something, you get borrow it at Prosper and you get a better deal, then right. that's just a smart thing to do. You get the savings. It's so such a cool site. Yeah, so if you want to check your low rate instantly without affecting your good credit score, you go to prosper.com slash bad Christian. So, like I said, for up to $35,000 in your account in as few as five days, go to prosper.com slash bad Christian. That's prosper.com slash bad Christian. Other restrictions apply. See site for program and prepaid Visa card details. All personal loans are made by WebBank, a Utah chartered industrial bank. Member FDIC, equal opportunity lender. Do you think the lyrics are the most important part of your music? I think for sure. And actually, like, you know, from the beginning, I, I think that I, like, I've always been a writer first, you know, like a lyricist first. And that, I think, to a lot of people, if they hear that, they'd be like, okay, that's a recipe for really boring music. But what we what we did on a, a couple of the songs in particular is when we went into the studio, we, you know, we knew what the narrative of the song was and we knew what the melodies were. Um, and we, we recorded them as sort of a soundtrack. Um, so, like, we were like, okay, this is the story that's happening and we're going to soundtrack it out like a movie. And that was, like, kind of, I think, building the music around what was happening lyrically definitely lent itself to what was happening with the songs. That was Lost from one of Tooth & Nail's new artists, Tyson Motzenbacher. He has a new record called Letters to Lost Loves. It's available on iTunes, but I'd suggest going to toothandnail.merchline.com where you can pick up his new record on red vinyl and get a digital copy along with it. Can we get started with some more truth here? Yeah. Matt, roll the music. Joey, keep your damn mouth shut. Actually, Thank please. In a world... Where everything possible is falling to pieces, and you wake up most mornings wanting to cry because you don't know where to turn next. This is a personal one. My name's Toby Morrell. I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I stared at Joey as I said that. <laughs> There's some truth in that. Everything during this segment is true that I say. All right, my first old news. <laughs> My first news came from uh, a roving reporter, Old Mike Drinkwater. That's his real name, too. Drinkwater. I like that. You should drink water, too, Joey. Yeah. I know you don't. You love diet sodas now. You just swallow diet sodas whole. This comes from the Register Guard. Woman screamed after finding 
snake's head in canned beans. Oh, what kind of beans? Well, we're going to find out, my friend. An Oregon food distribution company has halted some shipments of canned green beans. Green beans. After a Utah woman said she found a snake head. Troy Walker of Farmington, Utah, said she made an, the unsettling discovery while she and fellow church members, Joey's interested now, boy, <laughs> were preparing meals Wednesday night for neighbors. Walker said she was taking beans out of a slow cooker when she spotted something odd. It looked pretty much like a, like a burnt bean. And then as I got closer to lift it off the spoon, I saw eyes. That's when I just dropped it and screamed. Walker says she took the snake head and empty can back to the grocery store where she bought the food. She took a picture first of the snake head to send to Western Family, a food distribution company. Western Family Vice President of Quality Control Sharon McFadden said that the company takes the matter seriously and is working with the supplier that produced the green beans to find out what happened and how many cans came from the batch. Here's my question to y'all. Would you con- would you eat the green beans? Like, would it bother you that much? I mean, it's just a snakehead. People put, like, uh, you know, pork in their green beans or, you know, ham hock, whatever it might be in your green beans. It's just a snakehead. It's not like <laughs> it's a snake has a disease or anything like that. Would you eat it? If you found a snakehead in your green beans, Joy, I know you don't like green beans, but, you know, in your, in your ice cream, would okay. you eat it? <laughs> green beans? I'd eat the snakehead. Matt, you would act, no, you wouldn't. I would, would for ch- a dare. I mean, okay, first of all, a slow-cooked snakehead is right. totally edible. Yeah. It's 100% edible, and you would get nutrients from it. There's no, I mean, yeah, I can't understand even be that bad. I mean, it's just me. the animal snake, but it's a completely reasonable food and protein source. I mean, I don't know oh, if the, yeah. what would happen to the, if it was slow-cooked long enough, I don't even think it would, I think you could eat the bones probably. It wouldn't even be that big of a deal. I don't think they have serious bones anyway, like a salmon bone perhaps. I don't know. I mean, there's no particular danger in there that I'm aware of. Now, there also could be some type of bacteria or a virus that is native to snakes that I'm unaware of. So it might not be good to follow my advice there, but I don't actually think stuff like that's a big concern. Plus, it's mathematically very small, and it wouldn't concern me about Western family or anything else, or green beans. Now, Joey, does that stuff freak you out at all? Like like hair in a meal or anything? Matt, does that, that doesn't even bother you either. Like if you find you, they bring you out your meal and you find a hair halfway down, do you Well, look, I'll it? put it this way. I was super excited because the Asian grocery store is the closest business to me on this street that I live on. And my, one of my favorite foods to eat is pho. And so the Asian grocery store down the street that stinks a little bit like seafood, right. Bridget doesn't even want me to go get eggs from. Right. <laughs> right? As if that paints yeah. the picture a little bit. She doesn't want me to go get eggs from there when we need eggs because that place stinks. I like it. I love it, in fact. And they opened a whole Vietnamese pho restaurant in it. And it's the closest thing to my house. And I love Vietnamese food. Yeah. They have a grand opening, a big party, tons of neighbors, and everything's down there. And it's like, Bridget, this is going to be so awesome because she likes Vietnamese food too. Right. So I walk down there on the day it opened. Uh, so I get a big pho soup for me with all vegetables, no noodles, of course. Right. And I get her a banh mi sandwich per her request. Oh, Bring it so back, good. eat my food, and I'm really hoping that this will get her over her bias for the place. Um, she opens up the sandwich, looks at it, says there's a big giant hair in this sandwich. <laughs> so now, of course, we can never go to the restaurant. This is awesome and close. I can go by myself, but she's never going to go. Right. And, uh, you know, I... It sucks for me real bad, but of course I ate the rest of that sa- all the meat and insides out of that sandwich. And, yeah, and so she didn't eat it, and we'll never go there again. And I ate the pork itself that the hair was touching. So that's where I come down on it. Well, I would say for me, uh, it wouldn't bother me at all, except for one thing that I think y'all kind of didn't realize. Well, I think it was the enemy, Satan, ah, doing something bad because it was for that. church dinner. Uh, and a right. snakehead shows a up in a cream. That was the, that was a demon. You should have oh. said the word serpent. Would have cleared Yeah, crap. You're right. That, that was where the, the misnomer yep, there came in. Yep, you're right. Serpents are of the devil. So there could be some demon possession if you put a snake inside your body sort of thing. But I, yeah, that stuff, I guess it does kind of get in my head. Now, if it was like a really dark, like pubic hair in my food, <laughs> yeah, I would just stop. I couldn't eat it. It's just kind of gross. But if it's kind of A like really one of light those, pubic hair would just be, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. I'm just taking an extreme example. Now, if it's kind of like a little fuzz. <laughs> Fuzzy hair sort of thing. <laughs> I can maybe just kind of pick is, it off. 
want the pubic hair to be dark. An arm, lots, a, a light colored arm hair would be fine. A medium brown uh, upper stomach saying, hair. Some, I could probably right, Joe, some stuff gets in my head and it looks grosser. A a very light, small, happy trail hair definitely could look past <laughs> dark pube. If, like if there I'm was out. a bug, if there was like a tiny little roach in my food, yeah, it would just automatically be like I'm not. This, this plate of food doesn't appeal to me. Yeah, like, yeah. this doesn't appeal to me anymore. Sure. Yeah, I agree. All right, next story. Um, and this comes from another roving reporter, my friends, Kevin Collier. Uh, oh, I like him. I thought this was, uh, this is kind of interesting. It goes from DailyMail.com. Surrogate mom carrying triplets refuses demands from birth parents to abort one of the fetuses. Whoa. Gosh. A surrogate who is carrying triplets has refused orders from the birth parents to abort one of the fetuses nearly a month after another surrogate mom spoke out about facing the same dilemma. Brittany Rose Torres, 26, from Thousand Oaks, California, is is in a desperate bid to save the unborn child and said she even offered to adopt the female fetus, but the unidentified couple have reportedly refused. Torres, who is 17 weeks pregnant, said the parents knew from the beginning that we wouldn't want to abort unless it was a life and death situation. We would never want to abort a baby's life. Using in vitro fertilization, Torres was implanted with two fertilized eggs and the birth parents were hopeful one would develop. However, to the to everyone's surprise, both eggs actually developed inside her womb and one split, making twin uh, uh, twins, boys, and a third child a female. We did not think we would be in a position uh, in this position, Torres said. Torres had become a surrogate for birth parents after learning they could not have kids in a Facebook post shared. Uh, she became a surrogate for them after learning in a, on a Facebook post shared by the birth, birth mother's sister. The surrogate told the post that the birth parents seemed excited about having three babies, but once she reached about 12, uh, week, week 12 of the pregnancy, they ordered her to abort the female fetus. It goes on, but I'll just stop there. Basically, she's kind of in a struggle right now of trying to not do that. California is considered to be one of the most surrogacy-friendly states in America, and it's, uh, commercial surrogacy is permitted. So she might, she's probably getting paid for this, I think, too. Un, under California law, fetuses cannot be aborted once they reach a viable condition, which is between 24 and 26 weeks. So they're trying to get her to do it. And she's under contract, though, so that is the thing. I skipped ahead, but she's her contract, she's reportedly set to receive at least $30,000, which includes $25,000 for carrying one child, and an additional five thousand for carrying two or more baby other babies. Jeez. So basically, she's under contract with them, and they're saying we only want the twins or whatever. I may uh-huh. have to get rid of one twin. I'm not sure, but what a crazy predicament oh, to this be crazy. in, right? It's kind like, of I mean, highly irresponsible that that wouldn't be worked out contractually to me. Yeah, because I mean, you know, when you're doing those point. kinds of in vitro right. and stuff, the likelihood of twins is high. So is there something? Maybe I missed something in your article there or something. But that seems crazy that that wouldn't be a contingency that was. You know, uh, predetermined outcomes on it, but it's crazy. Yeah, to me, gosh, it seems like if if she adheres to what they're saying, she, it, she's basic. That couple, they're the one that's they are the ones that's doing it, not her. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, I, I have some respect for people. Operating under the pretense that those people's belief is that that a seventeen-week-old thing in there is not a a life that has rights yeah. or whatever. I mean, I, I have an understanding and respect of how somebody could think that, or that if they think that, they don't. They certainly don't feel like they're being monstrous. But there's just like if some, no matter what in a thought experiment, it it never works out because if both kids are allowed to live and get to live there'll be at some point in the future where all parties involved will look at them and go oh well i'm glad you're here that just seems very obvious to me there's like if it goes down another way and you lose one of them yeah maybe you'll be able to not think about that again but if they both come into the world there's almost no chance that anybody involved anywhere including that one itself would ever think well, you should have never been born. This is that was a mistake yeah. that you were born. That never, ever, ever, ever makes sense to me. I can, I suppose there's some 
some possible way somebody could say, yeah, but what if you were born into the absolute worst condition? You did this, and you wound up wanting to kill yourself, and everything was horrible, and you were born right. into a, a pedophile, abusive, uh, sex slave farm. Or well, you had, that's, or you had that's terrible crazy, physical problems or mental problems. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, okay. Well, even that one. But in, in this case, it's just simply one less right. human. That well, they, they're trying to say that because she's carrying three babies, potentially. Yep. It could cause more trouble, and like you were saying, um, the birth parents claim that a provision in their contract mm-hmm. gave them the right to order an abortion and have suspended some some payments to the surrogates for breaching it. Uh-huh. This happened one other time, too, re- recently. Yeah, so they may even have legally have the right to do it, but I just don't think it ever works out in practicality that that third or second or whatever or single right. human that exists, that, that, that it, there'd be a large Could this possibly be just a way to save money? Like, I mean, maybe they don't care. Like, they knew the lady wouldn't do it, so they get to kind of cheat the system and go, oh, we're not going to pay you, and she's going to have the babies, and then they will just get the babies. You know what I mean? Like, they're... This surrogate mother, maybe we'll give them the baby, and she can. They get it for cheaper. Does that well, make sense? You know what I mean? Could this be a know, ploy? Well, it's tough because she even offered to adopt it because she doesn't want it to right. be aborted. But it threat. But these parents see it as it threatens the lives of their kids that right. they are do want, and you don't want a twin of, like I don't know, you don't want another one of your kids out there in a way that you didn't want yeah. and then know that, that they're out there. So that's their. I point just couldn't of view, imagine but. the two kids one day when they grew grew older. You were like, yeah. There was another one of you, but we got rid of that one. Yeah, we like, just that is, we that's that tough. One. I mean, yeah. that's tough. That is really tough. Anyway, all right, not trying to end on a sad note, but that was the news. That's the news. That wow. Sometimes it happens. At least it's that's true. Tough. At least sometimes it's real. It, yeah, I'm just trying to keep I it real and true. It. It's, it's tough, man. Well, those of you that brought the news in the BC Club, we want to thank you. And uh, it's Seth, Seth Leatherman and Matt, Matt Piffer. Joey, what's happening with you right now? He's spiraling. Are you spe- <laughs> P-I-E-F-E-R. This- Baxter Meadows. What is wrong with you right now? Why are you reading it this is way? It's at the bottom of a spiral. Daniel Rodriguez. How can we bring you back? John Douglas Beach. Zachary Dubose. Uh, How can we bring you back, my friend? Zachary, that's Matt's middle name. Daniel Hampton. Cheyenne Coon. John Coon plays for the Packers. I wonder if you're related. Era Direction. That's D A R A. Era Direction? <laughs> what are you reading? D A R A K J I A N. Direction. Direction. Sarah McDonald. This is awful. I don't know what you're doing right now. He's and just Terry, reading names. But. Terry Donaldson. Thank you so much for joining the Bad <laughs> Christian really appreciate uh, Club. Uh, if you want if you want any information on that, just go to our website and figure it out. Like, just go <laughs> You've been listening to the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. JabberjawMedia.com.